Welcome to Public Domain Video Theater presented by the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, now it's time for another episode of U.S. Marshall. This is Season 1, Episode 3, Original Air Date, October the 25th, 1958, and the title is Sentence to Death. That's all I'm asking for. Just one. You got a whole carton of them. I know you have. Oh, come on, Barner. I gotta have a drag or I'll flip. Okay, Bonner. He'll be back soon as court's over. Never in my 27 years on the bench have I heard of a more vicious, cold-blooded crime than the murders committed by you. Taking the lives of three innocent men, unfortunate enough to be present, while you and your accomplices robbed a United States post office. Matt Bonner, I hereby sentence you to death as prescribed by law. I remand you to the custody of the United States Marshal, who will deliver you to the state penitentiary at Florence, Arizona, for execution. Get him out of here. 
you back in the jail. Sorry, Judge. I never liked to listen to death sentence, but in this case... I delivered this guy to Florence myself. After what happened here, I'm sure you're right. You all right, sir? I'm all right, Marshal. I promise you it'll never happen again. What about it, Lucas? Can you do it? I don't know. It's a risky job. You deliver bread to the prison twice a day, don't you? It's worth more than a thousand bucks. A grand's more money than you've ever seen. You know where I'll end up if I get caught? Nothing doing. You can't back out now. Why not? We got it all set up. All you got to do is deliver the gun. Okay. You got a deal. Give me the thousand. Five hundred now. It's the rest when you deliver. The job's worth two grand, you know? You made a deal, Joe. Stick to it. All right. All right. Yeah. Pick up the marbles. Don't double-cross us, Joe. What's the matter with you guys? I'm an honest man. Sure, Joe. Uh, well, I pick up the other 500. We're honest men, too. You can trust us, Joe. Just like we're trusting you. All right, let's get going. You think he's got a chance of breaking loose? You've seen Matt Bonner in action with a gun before, haven't you? Deputy! I gotta talk to somebody! Will you listen? I gotta tell you about Bonner! Hey! Hey, Deputy! I gotta tell you about Bonner! Shut up, you little snake. Deputy! Will you listen to me? I gotta talk! Stony, for the last time, will you pipe down? You don't understand! I gotta talk! Not now! Well, hello, Marshal. Get Bonner out of here, Tom. We're taking him over to Florence right away. Hey, I gotta talk! I gotta tell you something about Bonner! Why don't you listen to me, huh? What's going on then? Uh, Stony Jackson. Is he in again? In the cell next to Bonner. Hates him. Can't you understand? I know something about Bonner. Keep your mouth shut or I'll fix your wagon good. It's been going on like that ever since Bonner burned him with a cigarette this morning. Uh, Stoney Jackson's a whacked up stool pigeon. I'd like to hear what he's got to say, Tom. Bring him on. Frank, you can't believe Stoney Jackson. I'd still like to hear what he's got to say. Yeah. Where you been? All right, Stoney. Come on. Somebody wants to see you. Well, I've been yelling my head off. Well, all I got to say is it's time somebody paid attention all to what right, I got to say. All right, knock it off. Hey, Marshal, I ain't seen you since you sent me to that work camp. Well, that shoveling like to kill me. Hey, you got a butt? Anything else we can do to make you more comfortable, Stoney? Now, just as soon as I get a light, get a drag off of this, I'll be a little. All right, now that you're living, start talking. What about Matt Bonner? Yeah, well, what's going to happen to me if I tell you? It depends on what you've got to say. Did I ever let you down, Marshal? Now, you're going to give me a break, too? Stop wheeling and dealing, Stoney. If you've got something to say, say it. I'll need protection. Stop stalling, Stoney, and get to the point. The Marshal's a busy man. Yeah. Here. 
Uh, Matt Barner's getting the gun. Who from? How do I know? But he's getting it all right. Maybe he's got it already. I don't know. Stoney, if you're not level with me... Oh, he'd lie at the pearly gates if he thought it would do him any good. Die ever lie to you, Marshal? It's the truth. Barner's going to shoot his way out of here. Not if I can help it, he won't. Come on. Well, what's going to happen to me? What about my protection? You... You'll probably be the only one who won't need any. Then, uh, remember, remember, Marshal. Okay, let's take a look at this guy. Stay against that wall, Barner. <laughs> Please. What about the rest of the jail? We've covered every place Bonner's been outside this cell. Nothing. Put the manacles on him. We'll take him over to the state prison. Take it easy. What'd you find? What'd you find? I tell you, I don't like it. How do you think Matt feels? Come on, let's get going. Okay, okay.
better keep a close eye on this guy. Word's out he's going to try to make a break for it. I'll stay right with him, Marshal. The warden's waiting to see you. Thank you. Blake, take the car outside. Hi, Frank. Come in. Well, oh, thank you. I can promise you one thing, Frank. Bonner isn't shooting his way out of this prison. Something like that hasn't happened around here in 15 years. I know that, Sam. I just can't get the idea out of my head. Looks to me like maybe Stoney Jackson was ribbing you. I don't think so. This guy Bonner went wild in the courtroom. So I heard. But ever since then, he's become too quiet. Well, I'm sure you checked to see whether he had any visitors there in county jail. I sure did. Not a soul. But you can make sure he's got friends. Only we'd been able to capture those two gunmen that were with him when they held up the post office. That was a tough break. Just disappeared. No prints, no clues. Bonner made sure there were no witnesses. Now, now that Bonner's here, we'll make sure of him. What block are you going to put him in? 205 Section B until tomorrow. And after the usual preliminaries, we'll transfer him to the death row. Sam, I... Well, I don't want you to misunderstand me. I'm certainly not telling you how to run this prison. What's on your mind? Well, I think it might be a good idea to screen every man in here who might know about her. Take every precaution you can think of. Maybe a few you haven't tried before. He's really got you going, hasn't he? Okay, relax. Admittance, please. Warden Case speaking. You start to process Matt Bonner yet? I want double security on him until the day he's executed. No cellmate, nobody on either side of him. And anything out of the ordinary, even in the slightest thing, call me right away, will you? All right. Satisfied? What about screening the rest of the prisoners? Well, we can do that right now. Then after that, if it's all right with you, we'll have some supper. Okay, sir. Latest edition, Frank. Every prisoner's record is broken down and recorded on one of these punch cards. These records are all cross-filed, indexed? Right up to date. Whenever we want to know the answer to a specific question and in a hurry, in this case, whether any previous prisoner had any contact with Bonner, we just drop the cards in the machine. Wait. You know, before Bonner threw being processed, any man who knew him is going to be questioned and prevented from seeing him. Well, that's quite a gadget. I'll <laughs> the only invent a machine that'll track down criminals we haven't caught. Frank, the day they do that, you lose your job. <laughs> now, how about that supper? Well, if you don't mind, Sam, I'd like to stop by and see how Bonner's doing first. Well, if you're not the most suspicious character I've ever seen. Well, if you're busy, I'll go alone. Now, you got me worried. Now what? You got a nice little outfit picked out for you. Man. 
Where does he go from here? Well, I put him in a shower, feed him, toss him right into his cell. Where'd you come down here for to look at the freaks? Oh, no, Frank! 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 Oh, all right. Pick up the clothes. You heard the warden. Pick them up. You're not going anywhere, Bonner. I'm going. When I do, I hope you're on my way. Get him into the shower and then into his cell. You can feed him there. Come on. Now I know what you mean. Come on, let's go eat. Come in and do it for you. Hurry up, Bonner. Hurry up. on the outside. I hate that place. Now, just remember, if Matt hadn't kept his mouth shut, we'd be in there with him. He'll never be able to pull it off. Five against a ten. Look, there's still time for us. Shut to... up. We started with Matt, and we'll finish with him. Uh, you can say that again. Pot, oh, that's fine, Sam. Thelma sent it over. It's my favorite dinner. Still can't get that monster off your mind, huh? What are you going to do, Frank? Worry about it till you come back up here for the execution? <laughs> Thelma's going to be a little disappointed if you don't eat some of that stew. Paulus, I've got a full report to make out before I quit tonight. 
Take him over to the cell block and check back with me.
welcome back. Well, a solid performance from Jack Lord, who was about 10 years out from starring in Hawaii Five-0. In this episode, he plays a very different episode and establishes his character as a bit of a psycho rot from the start. However, if you had any doubts about Matt Bonner, the fact that he was dangerous was established by that absolutely bonkers court scene. This was definitely a fight, which illustrated why judges are generally more than four feet from the defendant. Lord just has some great physicality in this scene. Although this does seem like a case where realism was compromised in order to more easily film the scene. Of course, this was a bit of a mistake by Bonner, since his plan wasn't to escape this way, and he just managed to put the marshal on high alert. It was interesting at the prison to see what cutting-edge technology of the day looked like. Of course, to us, it seems very quaint, but I think uh, Sheriff Morgan was genuinely impressed. The escape itself was actually handled with some surprising finesse, so helped a bit by all of the guards standing behind him and none of them in front of him. I did also wonder about that pit helmet the prisoners were given. I've never heard of those being part of a prison uniform, and I can't imagine what the purpose of it would be. The only real purpose I could discern is the one it served in this episode, where it's used to screen the gun, and then as a distraction by Bonner dropping it. I will say in the show's defense that even though the helmet is not uh, prominent until the scene where he makes his escape, it is nevertheless uh, there in the continuity going right back to the supply store. If you're looking for it, and I was. Our two crooks on the outside learned a valuable lesson. Never try to double-cross a psychopath who's less than 100 feet from you and is carrying a Tommy gun. Well, I think most of us would know that was a bad idea without having to be taught it. Of course, uh, Matt Bonner does get his in the end, in part because it appears his gun jammed. The weapon he had was probably not the best choice for the circumstance that he found himself in, but it, I guess going that way is kind of typical to that character who often opted for big, exciting moves that didn't necessarily work out all that well in the end. Well, that will do it for today.